the flood is a story that seems to be um, obsolete or irrelevant. It's an old story about a civilization that was so corrupt that they had to be wiped out. But the Alter Rebbe changes this and completely revolutionizes the perspective of what the meaning of that story is and explains that the flood was not just a force of destruction, it was actually a force of purification. Because otherwise, why would God bring a flood if all he wanted is just to destroy humanity? Could have, in an instant, at the blink of an eye, just destroy humanity. Why create such a huge mess? Does God need to do that? Of course not. So obviously the reason God used water is for an entirely different reason. God's purpose was to purify the earth. The earth was so corrupt that uh, it deteriorated beyond redemption, and the only remedy was to purify it with water. And the flood was a purification process. In its wake, of course, many people lost their lives because the earth had to be purged of elements that were the cause of its destruction. But the flood itself is meant to purify the Alter Rebbe says that the parallel for that in our lives are that the challenges that we face uh, in everyday life, material challenges, challenges about livelihood, about health, things that distract us from the main focus of what our neshamas are designed to get involved with on a daily basis. Our mission here on earth is to connect with God in a deeper way. These uh, challenges that we have no choice but to attend to, they distract us. And these distractions, of course, reduce our ability of engaging and our ability to get excited about spiritual, uh, the spiritual objectives of life. So why is God giving us this? So the answer is that God is creating those challenges for the very reason that He wants us to connect with Him more deeply. It is through those challenges that we can reach, that we can attain an exponentially higher and deeper relationship with Hashem. Just like the flood that seemed to be destructive on the surface, but really it purified the earth so much that God made a promise after the flood He'll never destroy it again. The earth could never deteriorate so low that it would need to be destroyed. Same thing with the challenges of life, that they are actually designed specifically to help us raise, raise the level of our engagement and commitment with Hashem. And Dr. Rebbe proves that from a medrash. There's a medrash that says, that when Avraham Avinu was told by Hashem in a dream, he told them, listen, uh, you, you can choose for your children one or the other, but they need to go through a hard time in order to purify them and prepare them for Matan Torah. You either can give them Shibud, Shibud means persecution, oppression, where their spiritual identities are being oppressed, or they'll go to hell, to Gehenim. Gehenim is also a process of purification. And Avraham Avinu chose oppression. And that's why we ended up in Egypt, being oppressed for 210 years. 
says the Alter Rebbe, the oppression is not only living in Egypt or living under an oppressive regime. All the things in our lives are oppressive to our spiritual identities. The worry, the concern, the preoccupation with making another dollar is oppressive to our spiritual identities. Avraham Avinu chose that as a mode of purifying us. And when a Jew looks at the challenges of life that distracted you from his main spiritual focus, the main joy, and the main experience of his neshamas involvement with, with spirituality, with elokus, with kedusha, and the Jew is forced because of the necessities of life to attend to other things. If a Jew thinks about those distractions as intentionally designed by Hashem, so that we can then when we go to shul after those distractions are behind us, and going to shul and davening with a much greater and a deeper excitement, with a deeper appreciation, with a greater consciousness, only because we have had to face those challenges. And the Altarab explains why, why this is so. Why is it that by facing those lowly, mundane, immaterialistic challenges that distract us from the spiritual uh, commitments of life that they exact they actually help us rise to a much greater level of engagement with Hashem. And he explains this in Kabbalistic terms that these lowly things contain within them very lofty godly sparks and when we face them and we use those um, encounters with the material world in a proper way we release those highly potent sparks and they help us spiritually in our journey that when we go to shul after a day of work, after a day of full of distractions, necessary distractions, we start davening our davening takes on a whole new meaning because we begin to realize how far we were when we were steeped in the preoccupations of the material world and how our neshamas yearn to be close to Hashem and it's that distance that we experienced being involved in the material world, now when it's being contrasted with a, an encounter with Hashem through the words of Davening, Teva, coming into the words of Tefillah, suddenly the Jew discovers this enormous rush, this enormous desire to want to, to bridge that gap that was created through his involvement in lowly things. So in addition to the Kabbalistic explanation that there are highly lofty sparks in the material world that help the Jew exponentially grow in his desire to connect with Hashem, it's also the psychological effect of being distant and removed that helps the Jew when he comes to Shul and he finally engages in Kedusha uh, to feel that extra yearning, that extra tug uh, that um, brings the Jew even closer to Hashem. And al says that this is the secret that businessmen, people that live in the world and have to hustle for a living, they're not free to sit in shul a whole day like Chachamim, uh, Talmid Chachamim, Yeshivas, Rabbanim. They have to tend for a living, tend to make a living. So there's an advantage to the businessmen. They can, they can achieve a level of bonding with Hashem through davening in a way that even the greatest Chachamim and Rabbanim could not. It says, Davke for those business people that live in the real world, 
and are so distracted and are so challenged by the materialistic world that they, when they come to shul and seek to engage with Hashem through going into the words of davening, facing the words, they can experience a closeness, a bonding, unification with Hashem that is unparalleled by the Yeshva Oihel, those that sit and learn all day, that are always a whole day steeped in Kedushim. And that's the marshal of the flood. The flood was purifying the world to bring it to a much higher level where it could never be destroyed. And likewise, the challenges of life are designed by Hashem specifically for that reason. This helps us also face those challenges without fear. Al tira of the Yankif. We come from Simchas and we're told not to be afraid. Is by meditating on that very fact, that those challenges that we have to face now that we have finished with Yamim Tevim, we're going into the, the darkness of everyday life, that these are conditions that Hashem designed to help us grow even more, not, God forbid, to distract us, but to do the opposite.